Happy Dots. Welcome to the most quarantined episode, <laughs> uh, the most isolated episode of Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure we don't know everything. You guys know the deal. I am your host, Kelsey Dara. And as per usual on a wonderful, sexy, intelligent, knowledgeable episode of Host Throughout History, we have our co-host, Jasmine Ooh, Robbins. Yay. It is so weird that I'm actually looking at you because I don't really look at you through... <laughs> When we record this, I'm sorry you have to stare at this mug. Um, but yeah, you guys, if you're not watching this on Kelsey Dara uh, YouTube, Jasmine, you are isolating, quarantining in your hair. Yes, I am in my squeaky and- little bed. Yes, so we're trying to figure out this audio video. It sounds like Jasmine's having sex the entire time. I don't know how you live with that. How do you sleep with such a squeaky bed? Well, see, normally I'm just having sex the entire time, so I don't really listen. <laughs> Oh, that's your sex bed, not yes, your sleeping bed. Exactly. Oh, okay, copy that. <laughs> um, you guys, I asked you on Instagram what you wanted to hear about this week, and all of y'all were like, absolutely nothing about the virus. So we're not even gonna we're not even gonna go there. That but was it. That I, was it. That was it. That was the one mention. Mm-hmm. I did want to talk about something I'm feeling confidently insecure about that's like virus adjacent. Okay. Which Jazz, I'd love to hear your take on it, but like Working from home. Woof. Woof, indeed. <laughs> you and I both started working from home not too long ago just because after leaving BuzzFeed full time. Yeah. You go to your desk at home. <laughs> at home, yep. <laughs> so I feel like we got a little bit of practice before the rest of the world had to do it. we've kind of been transitioning into. Yeah, well, the thing that's cool about working from home is that, like, I'm normally the only one. But now everyone else is doing it. So now I have to look like I'm actually doing more. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that because in a weird way, I feel like the playing field has leveled out. And I'm like, okay, important people are are also in their pajamas. Yes. And like feeling like shit because they're eating their goldfish at 9 a.m. And like, (laughs) yes. I saw Jabuki posted a thing this morning that was just like, you do not have to exercise. And I was like, oh, oh. I'm so glad someone said it because I've been beating myself up for like. That's a whole. Honestly, it was something I was going to bring up before we started recording. That's a whole yeah. nother thing that I'm going through Damn. right now that um, yeah. I might choose to talk about just to mm-hmm. give like a peace of mind of like you're not the only one. But mm-hmm. having a past of eating disorders and when your day is revolved around um, breakfast, lunch and dinner are your only mm-hmm. things that like you really look forward to (laughs) yeah it's 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 kind of fucking me up it i totally feel you on that i mean Mm -hmm. that's something that i've been like you don't realize how much your boredom can be attached to eating yeah like am i really hungry all that shit and it's just so evasive oh my gosh also trying to work and then also trying to fucking have sex and and have a routine and like i get up and shower but i'm not putting on like jeans Uh uh-huh I'm still wearing sweatpants and no underwear. You did your brows, though. I did my brows before we got into isolation. These are microbladed. Oh, my gosh. They look so good. You're already halfway there. Brows by Angelina. I'm yes. telling you. I know. And then if you have lashes, it's like game over. You don't have to do shit. Yeah. Damn. But you're a natural beauty, so. Well, no, this I washed my face this morning from the makeup I wore last night. So where did I go <laughs> well, last they... night? To sleep. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> I was gonna say I've been doing like crazy makeup looks just I know. because I'm 
alone, but I'm not posting any of them because I don't know that they're any good. So we'll see if girl your makeup videos like are the only videos that I watch on Instagram. Uh, I'm not even kidding you. I, I don't know came. why. I'm just like I don't know why either. <laughs> I'm like you know because I feel like we're on a similar like you're better mm-hmm. at makeup than me, but you're not no. like no you are, but you're no. not like that much better you're like no. in an attainable like i could Average. get as good as her <laughs> yeah. type of thing you know and honestly like you're so so like inspiring with your makeup looks like you were the first one that i ever thought about when i was trying bold looks like good. just doing fucking crazy ass lines outside of my eyebrows and shit i didn't know what i was doing yeah but i should yes, try attainable. that do it i would watch your makeup videos are you kidding me i'm just always i get nervous you're good with it but i just get so nervous like Mm -hmm. i don't want people to say anything to me about them (laughs) i just don't read the comments yeah i need to not do that (laughs) um okay so all of that to say do you have like one tip if you could give our confidence one tip about like working from home what would it be honestly in this time just be fucking good to yourself Mm. and don't like think that you need to do x y and z to look successful for the day like today Mm -hmm. my bed is made and i'm doing this like shining i'm that's a lot of work (laughs) exactly like (laughs) that's enough work (laughs) that's okay you know it doesn't have to be a certain amount of things every day which measures success because it's a weird time of what how we measure success right now yeah and i think a lot of people want to help but you really it's like how do you help from the the comfort of quarantine like exactly money sure but like you don't have the physical labor that you normally do yeah which i feel like is frustrating for a lot of people it really is but listen i'd be lying if i didn't say that i'm like pretty thrilled that i've just been able to be at home for the last five days (laughs) i know it's such a it's such a weird time of being like oh i feel good about it but then i'm like also thinking you know yeah about the, the tons sky of people is so that motherfucking blue. yeah yeah uh, dude i my roommate said this is mother nature's way of like s- slowing us the fuck down yeah she was like i'm gonna do some shit exactly you guys are gonna like take a step back and look how clean the air and water is and like make some changes also so. it's been raining in la for like a week mm-hmm. and a half that's crazy yeah it's never like this no, look at us talking about LA weather. <laughs> Such a finally. Niche. Um, yes, finally. Uh, we, we hit the weather conversation. So in that case, my love, Jasmine, oh, yes, yes. my queen, shall we, fellow ho of life, dive right into our ho throughout history this week? Let's do it. I'm excited. Ow, ow! This one is, re- I, okay, look, I like them all. This is crazy. You okay? always. <laughs> okay, wait. Actually, this is the first time in a while you've been like. Excited. Yes. This is. Okay. I'm just going. I'm just going to go. Okay. Ready? But okay. Harp music takes us back in time. Oh, but wait, wait. Wait, 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 Jasmine. We're not going that far back. Really? That's right. We are going to talk about a hoe throughout this century's history. Okay. What is a century, by the way? Is that 100 years? I'm pretty sure. We don't know. That's not important. Anyway, uh, we're only hopping back to the year of 1940. Really? That's not far at all. No, it was like yesterday. For some. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, this is during the time of World War II, which of course we all learned about in high school. Yeah. But I'm sure you never heard about the drum roll, please. The <laughs> Night Witches. Oh. I'm kind of scared. Spooky. Actually. Justin, are you into witchy shit? Oh my gosh, I'm so into witchy shit. I'm also into the mass singer, which has a, a singer on there <laughs> called Night Angel. <laughs> <laughs> wait you're one of those people that are watching that fucking show if you aren't like rethink your quarantine <laughs> i heard jojo c was like definitely on it oh my gosh okay i just said that but it doesn't sound like jojo that's do the they thing. alter their voice at all only when they talk her singing voice doesn't sound like jojo but i think it is it could be jojo siwa damn i just watched it before this <laughs> You need to watch it. I just it. said Jasmine. Okay, okay. I will watch an episode. I trust you in your judgment. Please. Okay, so back to the night okay. witches, okay? Here on Host Throughout History, we usually like to keep the term ho like pretty broad to mean many things, right? Jasmine, it doesn't mm-hmm. just have to be sexual. It could be like powerful, independent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've kind of taken back this word. So although we won't talk about sex too much in this story... We don't know. They could. They could have been hoes. They could have been sluts. Yeah. They could have. I don't. They could have been asexual for all we know. We yeah, don't know. we're talking uh, okay. about them, so they're hoes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We dub the ho. Yes. Uh, so World War Two. Just a background. It was a global war between like two sides, uh, with the Axis and the Allies. And yes. the Axis Ooh. was. Yeah, you kind of remember this yes, shit, right? Take me back. <laughs> I don't like recall anything except like those buzzwords. It was Germany, Italy, and Japan mm-hmm. versus France, Great Britain, the US, Soviet Union, and China, which is like squad squad. Like you would think just by sheer number. <coughs> which allies. ones were which? Allies was France, Great Britain, US, Soviet Union, and China. Oh, okay. Access with Germany, Italy, and Japan. Okay. Fun little mix there. But I'm not going to focus on that shit too much, okay? Because all those motherfuckers, they've gotten enough attention already in history books, and it bores me to death. And obviously, we don't care about that whole side That's of it true. anyway. Okay. So what we're going to focus on in this host throughout history episode is the Soviet Union, or Russia as we know it today, mm-hmm. and Germany. Okay. okay. So flying like an airplane was a thing back in the Soviet Union uh, leading up to the war. It was just like a hobby a bunch of people did. There were over 150 clubs for flying. Everyone was flying. I don't know why, but there was one woman who was known as like Soviet Union's version of Amelia Earhart. Mm-hmm. And her name was Marina Raskova, which is like super fucking Russian. Yes. And she was like... Well known everywhere in the Soviet Union because she had all these records for like flying for a really long time. Wow. And she just was like a badass flyer person. So that was her claim to fame. (laughs) Also like so odd that this is about flying, which is something that me and you like don't enjoy. (laughs) I I will 100% get into that because it gets crazy. (laughs) Oh gosh, of course. Okay, so, like, when Germany attacked the Soviet Union, which, like, Germany is the one who started shit, Mm -hmm. over 800,000 women applied to be in the armed forces of the Soviet Union. Wow. all of them were turned away. 800,000 women were turned away? Yes. 
Why? Because they didn't think women belonged in the military. Jeez. Which, again, like, I'm also going to be using, like, male, female, women, man in this just because this was back in 1940 when they didn't have the proper education. So, right. bear with me on that. Okay, so all those women were turned away, but then motherfucking Adolf Hitler, we all oh. know who that is, bad guy, bad mustache, uh, he launched a big operation that was a massive invasion of the Soviet Union in 1941. So, by the fall... The Soviets were just like desperate and they're like, okay, I guess we'll allow titties in the union. Oh my gosh. So, I know, right? It's like, oh, when you're in trouble, you call uh-huh. upon the creators. Okay. Go figure. So Marina was taken in and given a very high position in the military named the first female navigator in the Air Force in the Soviet Union. Okay. Which is like big deal on its own. She was like right? the first woman GPS. <laughs> Siri who? Am mm-hmm. I right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the military dudes like trusted her and liked her a lot, but they were like, we don't want you doing combat. Just fly around and navigate. And she was like, fuck that shit. And she had really close ties with Stalin. Now, Stalin, bad guy. Yes, yes. but not, not important to the story. Okay. The point is, is that Marina was a bad bitch who used her connections to get to the top leader to be like, hey, man, this is stupid. I'm a better pilot than all your bros. Let me have a click of my own. Yeah. So she just like went out and got what she wanted, which is now we get to the chapter of her putting the witches together. So Stalin lets Marina personally hire all female regiments. And she was like the boss of all the regiments. So she got over 2000 applications for pilots. And a lot of these women who apply had like brothers or fathers that were in the war and were being killed and injured. And they were like, we want vengeance was like, is there anything scarier than a woman scorned? Right. Uh, And she handpicked all of them, everything from the pilots to the mechanics to the personnel were all women. Okay. So it was just like, Giant pussy party, just like drowning in femininity. And they made their camps like hella feminine because they were like, first of all, if we're going to be women in this army, we're going to gussy some shit up. So they would sew colorful silks into the linings of their uniforms and hats. And they... They were given men's uniforms, and so because they knew how to sew, they would tailor their own suits to, like, show off their titties and butts. That's pretty dope. Yeah. They also had – they were given men's shoes, so they would take magazines and cut out the papers and stuff their shoes with the magazine papers so that the shoes fit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, They also didn't have women's barracks in the Soviet Union, so they made them stay in a cow shed. (laughs) So even though you're like, I feel like we've heard this throughout history so many times, like (laughs) the minority group finally gets to be involved and then they're getting treated like absolute shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, we'll let you in, but like, not really. Yeah. Uh, so they like totally DIY'd made over the cow shed and made it totally livable and cute. And then Marina was like, okay, now that we got our like basics down, we are not going to fuck around with the training for this shit. Mm-hmm. They trained up to 14 hours a day for six months. That's nuts. 
Marina believed because they were brought into the war, which was known as being a man's world, Mm -hmm. they had to go above and beyond to get respect. And to no one's surprise, they were also often sexually harassed by their own military people. Of course. Rude. Just totally rude. Yeah. I mean, I I can't even imagine being in that position where you're like, I already know I'm working against the system and now I have to go the extra mile when these dudes are like, I don't know, I, I can hold a gun. like Right. So she like whipped them into shape. She was like, if we're going to be in this, we're going to fucking be the best. So she taught them to be in three regiments, which was known as the 588th Squad, which consisted of three regiments known as the Fighters, mm-hmm. the Bombers... And the night bombers. Spooky, spooky. Sounds sneaky. Sounds sneaky AF. Each group had about 400 women between the ages of 17 and 26. Oh, that's not. (laughs) Wow. That's not old enough. That is not old enough. No. That's crazy. That is actually nuts. I was like smoking weed in my car when I was 17. I could barely fucking function as a human. Yeah. I, could you imagine flying a fucking plane for like funsies? No. <laughs> it sounds like my worst nightmare. No. Yeah, no. So these women were like fucking ballsy and their standards were just like fucking different than what we are used to. Yeah. So now we are going to talk about the night bombers. This was a very high tech job. Okay. Special, special, ooh, shiny, shiny to be a night pilot. You had to navigate a plane in the pitch black. Yeah. That has to be like horrifying. Yes. Like our, our worst nightmare, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) This is, this is by far. I'm going to need a Xanax after this episode. Yeah, this is by far the worst for us. My back like hurts from hunching over my computer so much this morning, like (laughs) reading articles and shit. Okay, so here's where it gets fucking crazy is I want to talk about these planes that these women were given. They were giving hand-me-down training planes that were actually used to crop dust agriculture. They were not like military planes what so ever and they it was made of wood and it had an open cockpit so there was literally virtually no protection from the elements when you would fly these things so often the female pilots endured freezing temperatures wind and frostbite every time they had to fly i mean i'm sure because we've all well not all of us have been in planes but we all at least know that when you go up that high it gets fucking freezing i know sometimes i'll like look at the temp outside and it'll be like negative 40 No, thank you. Uh, right? Ter- I don't like. I don't like the idea of it being cold up so high. Yeah, it's really weird. Would you rather freeze to death or burn to death? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> My answer is burn to death because I just I can't stand the cold. Okay, um, so these women were cold as shit, nipples hard as diamonds, and in the heart in the harsh Soviet winters, the planes became so cold, just touching them would rip off the skin of the plane. And these little tiny uh, agricultural planes were so fragile that one round of shots from a gun on the ground could set it on fire. So they're literally in these like rickety ass, hand-me-down planes. And so the men were just like, here, if you want to be pilots, oh, you want to be pilots? Yeah, here you go. Here's your fucking plane. Um, also to be noted that the planes would make 
a very loud popping sound when the engine was running. That's what I was wondering. Like, how quiet are these planes? Ah, Jasmine, I'm so glad you asked. You have such wonderful instincts. (laughs) So they, they made these like clicking popping sounds, which obviously was like a suicide mission. If you tried to drive one of these around, fly one of these around (laughs) during the day. And so they became night bombers and the night bombers made do right like they saw the positives in these planes much like women are often forced to do is look at the bright side they thought oh we're small and so it's hard to spot at night and these planes were slow jasmine i'm talking so slow that the fastest these planes would go was the idling speed of a german military plane that's how slow the plane was it was literally like a fucking kite in the wind. Oh, gosh. But the women were like, you know what? Because they're so slow, it's easy to turn. We don't have the luxuries that our male counterpart soldiers have, but like we're going to make do. Yeah. Uh, the other good thing about these planes that the women loved is that because they were so small and light, they did not need a long runway to take off. So they could literally take off in like a field patch of grass And often, if the women found themselves in precarious situations where they couldn't take off, they had been known to steal fences from whatever land they were on and use the fences as a runway. What? This sounds, like, comical. (laughs) So they... How do you even think of this stuff? I feel like... You know how a drone just, like, goes up? I have to imagine that this plane just, like, rises. I don't know. But they're stealing fences. Not, uh, what kind of fences? Uh, wooden fences. Wooden and, and, and gates, that he said. I guess they just need, like, bumpy grounds. I don't know. I digress. So these planes are shit, is the point. Right, right, right. So the women actually had to install bomb racks on their own. And these planes could carry up to eight bombs in them. Okay. They didn't have the proper machinery because they had such shits planes that when deploying the bombs, sometimes the girls would have to abandon the helm of the plane and go kick the bomb out of the plane. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) At this point, I'm like... Girl, you would have been better off with, like, two toothpicks and some glue and what the fuck? They had to kick. Can you imagine kicking a bomb out of a plane? Yeah. What am I, Jason Statham? You could do that? I don't know. I just, I just, I could just see someone being, like, pointing at the steering wheel being like, all right, (laughs) it's all you. (laughs) And run in the back really quick and have to kick a bomb and then come back and save the plane. But That's it's good that the planes me. didn't go that quickly yes. because they could kind of just like cruise for a minute without anybody exactly. steering them. Exactly. So I want to tell you about the first mission that the night witches flew, which was in 1942. And they were tasked with bombing a German headquarters. So like no pressure, right? Right. Um, they were called the night bombers because these planes were only flown at night and they were so slow and easy to shoot down during the day. So on the first night mission and because these planes were so loud, like I mentioned, when the engine was on, what our women pilots would do 
would be they would accelerate really fast and go super high and then cut the engine of the fucking plane and glide Glide. to the targets. Yeah, yeah. And they were able to get as low as the treetops. And then then boot that thing back in. (laughs) And then boot the bomb out of the fucking back of the plane. (laughs) Confidence. I want to take a quick break to talk about CBD. Now, you guys know I am always talking about CBD, whether it be on my Instagram or on BuzzFeed. I am turning into like the person all of my friends are turning to asking what kind of CBD they should use. And look, the market is oversaturated. It feels like almost everything has CBD in it. And I'm always trying stuff. Like for a while, I had an oil tincture that I would keep in my kitchen and I would just drop some into whatever I was drinking that morning and it always tasted really gross and I found out that oil tinctures in your body's water don't even mix because oil and water don't mix so you're not even getting the full benefits of the CBD which is why I want to introduce you to Caliper a better way to consume CBD because they are the first to provide consistent convenient and productive Size CBD in water soluble powder. That's right. It doesn't taste like anything. It doesn't smell like anything. And you just put it in whatever you want, any kind of food or drink. And that's the easiest way to consume CBD. You don't have to worry about those grassy flavors. It's so easy to mix. I have totally thrown away my tinctures and replaced them with caliper in my kitchen. I just drop one into my morning coffee and boom, it's helping me with my stress. It helps me feel less achy, which is huge in my book. And I feel calmer. I am hit with 20 milligrams of CBD. Now, here's the best part about Caliper. It is clinically proven that your body absorbs 450% more CBD compared to tinctures. Remember, because oil and water don't mix. Honey, we learned that in science in like sixth grade. So Caliper CBD comes in affordable 20 and 30 count packets that you can get started for under $20. Now, I don't know if y'all know this, but tinctures, they be expensive. And CBD is really expensive. So the fact that this was affordable really made it so appealing to me. Now, I have a surprise for you guys. You're going to get 20% off your first order when you use promo code confidently insecure at tricaliper.com slash confidently insecure. Caliper is so sure that you'll love the product. They even offer a 30 day money back guarantee. That's tricaliper.com slash confidently insecure. And don't forget to promo code confidently insecure for 20% off your first order. Back to the podcast. See, the thing about this is that you would think that the guys, since these women are working for you under the same name, <laughs> that you would just give them better planes because yeah, no, no. they're working for you. Exactly. And these women were so far removed from like the daily structure of what those military people were doing that they were kind of on their own. Like they would send out their own troops on their own time and they would just get like missions sent in from the radio of what they needed to go do. So like that's so fucked up. Yeah, they didn't even know how they were getting this done in the beginning. So this is how the, the format worked. 
the girls would fly a first plane that would go in as bait and attract mm-hmm. the German spotlights. So the spotlights would come up, which would provide a lot of illumination that they needed. Mm-hmm. And these planes, which really had ammunition to defend themselves, by the way, would release a flare to light up the intended target. And then the last plane would idle its engine, glide into the darkness, and bomb the shit out of the area. And this is where the name night witches came in okay the germans yeah the germans thought these women's planes with the engines cut you could only hear the wind cutting through the wings on the plane which they said made it sound like witches riding their brooms <laughs> not the most creative but we'll take it you know they were dealing with war yeah and fucking <laughs> you know, tuberculosis. Uh They they weren't thinking clearly, okay? Uh, So they were dubbed the fucking night witches, and they loved it. A German was once reported saying, this sound was the only warning that the Germans had. The planes were too small to show up on radar or infrared locators. Even more, these women would fly so slow, it made carrying a parachute useless because it would just take up space in the plane. So again, no pressure to you know nail your flight because you don't have a fucking parachute i I mentioned that they didn't have ammunition in these planes and all they were allowed to carry was a fucking hand pistol was their only defense what was that gonna do so they're like flying around like pew 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 (laughs) while they're also driving with the other hand and then kicking donkey kicking a bomb out in the back jeez (laughs) their fucking plane So, the night witch's route was to take their planes on the ground, and then they would drive them to a nearby target. They would rip up somebody's fence, use it as a runway. Uh, They didn't have formations, and they didn't have radios in their plane. They didn't even have radios? They didn't even have radios. What? They, again, they weren't afforded these, like, technical luxuries that the men had. So all of their formations had to be, like, choreography where everything was planned out before. Yeah. They would fly as many as 8 to 18 missions in one night. Even eight's a lot. <laughs> what kind of drug do you have to be on? That adrenaline must be in fucking insane, right? Also, what do you do when, like, something fucks up and, like, say one of your planes gets shot down or, like, was that often? I'm glad you asked and we will get right to that, my dear. Okay. Uh, but before I answer your question, I want to tell you a little bit about what the Germans thought about them because they were the enemy, right? Yeah. The Nazis were so baffled by the successes that the night witches were able to have with their targets that any German who could shoot one down would immediately be awarded the highest prestigious medal of the Iron Cross. Really? So I just have to imagine that Germans literally saw these women as fucking witches flying in the air. And they were like, pew, 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 I got one. No shit. And then you get given a medal. The highest honor of the Iron Cross. That's fucked up. Like, how many other men are out there fighting on the front lines you guys could go bother with? But these women were so fucking lethal and deadly. They were, like, targeted as fuck. Yeah. Um, And... I'm glad you asked about the crashing thing because 
these women were beating out the death rates that their other their other military bros were experiencing. So, really? for example, yes, there was one night witch who was like total badass named Nasha Dacia Parpova. I'm just gonna call her Parpova for sake of this podcast. Right. Parpova started flying when she was 15 years old and was a commander in the Night Witches by 19 years old. Damn. I can't even... Anyway, uh, she died in 2013, so she had a lot of dialogue and interviews about her time as a Night Witch. Wow. 2013. Yeah. She was like here for a minute talking about telling her tales and stuff. Yes. she talked about how one time after a mission, she found 42 bullet holes in her plane, one in her helmet, and one in her map. And she thought at that moment, if she could survive that, then she would live forever. <laughs> wow. One in her helmet. One in her silk-lined, colorful helmet. Jeez. These women were literally taking bullets to the dome and still flying 10 more missions that night. My gosh. So like do you think dialogue? that was uh, average? Like, do you think that these women, like, were shot at regularly? I have to imagine that it wasn't... I mean, I have to imagine maybe in the beginning they were, like, really hard to catch. But the, I have to imagine the Germans were catching on and, like, finding a way to hunt the witches. Yeah. To be you know, so obvious. Right. Um, so obviously she survived the war and I was really hoping that this would turn into a gay love story because, you know, when you got that many women <laughs> in one area and you guys are literally in like life or death situations. Hey, it's pretty you know, good. Yeah. You got to imagine for like two or three years, you're in the barracks. Like you're going to lick a pussy. Being gay. We're just going to, it wasn't said, but it was said. Listen, it was said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our girl Parpova actually did get her plane shot down. She ended up in a Soviet Union hospital, though, oh, where okay. she met another soldier, male soldier, who was all fucked up and had bandages all over her face. And she couldn't see him, but they were in the hospital so long together that they fell in love and eventually got married. So she's like not only a badass and a, a night witch, but she's also like a good person who sees someone for their soul. And that's their true. Looks. That's true. You know, so they weren't just like wild beasts. Like they had the emotion that, like you know, a stereotypical like, you know, I feel like that women are pinned with, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could already tell she was a little outside of the box thinker. <laughs> So she, she all of these women had to be right. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of had to be a little off your rocker to have that be your norm. I mean, OK, but like, I don't know. I just feel like maybe women were really just like that. And we've just <laughs> I think been they were. we've just been painted to think that they were like wanting to be at home and like fucking you know, their little skirts and making food when in all reality, like they saw something going on with their country or Mm -hmm. their people as well. And they're like, yeah, why the fuck couldn't I help? Yeah. They were totally breaking the stereotypes of what, like I, I think also too, when I think of Russian women, I think of them as like very hard and stern and like kind of that. I feel like maybe that was just the culture is that they were able to shift things a little bit to be like, women are fucking 
brick houses in a way. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so by 1943, so only like a year after the Night Witches had formed, Uh Marina's regiments had been labeled as like totally lethal and deadly, and the women were tight as fuck, and everyone respected the shit out of them, bringing the well-known and obvious fact that women could do it just as well, if not better, than the men when it came to combat and arrow uh, flying. (laughs) There was 12 commandments of the Night Witches, and the first was, be proud you are a woman. Okay. Uh, second was that killing Germans was their job. <laughs> All right. Well, so like, we digress. <laughs> violence. <laughs> yeah. But okay. in their, yeah, in their downtime, the heroic flyers still did needlework, patchwork. They decorated their planes. They danced. Oh. And they even put the pencils that they used for navigation into double duty as eyeliner. <laughs> wow. So, like, still keeping it cute. <laughs> yeah. That is so interesting. Uh, in conclusion, there were, you know, many crashes by the Night Witches, but only... 30 deaths recorded during the entire war with some not even actually dying from crashes, but more died from tuberculosis. Really? So like they didn't even have that high of a body count. Damn. That's really nuts. Members, yeah. And 23 members of the Knights, uh, uh, the Night Witches were awarded the Hero Medal of the Soviet Union, which is like the highest honor you could get at that time. That is so nuts. I love the story. Right? Okay. Yeah. So overall, the Night Witches had over 24,000 missions. They had dropped 23 tons of bombs. That's tons. Wow. Not pounds. They kicked them out of the back. Uh, every pilot in the Night Witches had flown over 800 combat missions by the end of the war. And it was the most highly decorated female team in the Soviet Union's history of military. That is nuts. Oh, but Jasmine, it doesn't end there. Tell because me more. I'm sure you're wondering. You're probably like, yeah, so they must have changed the entire culture of everything, right? No! No. Historians believe they were totally forgotten about and sweeped under the rug because the Russian military today, now that it's called Russia, doesn't believe women should deal with the stress of war and there are no female pilots in the Russian Air Force today. So this was like a blip in time of a click in time. Wow. I bet they aren't even like, I wish we would have been taught something like this. Right? So even more so, you think that's bad. The U.S. of A, where we currently live, Jasmine, We're here. didn't even allow women combat pilots in the Air Force until 1993. Really? 93! I was three years old! Yeah, that's fucked up. That's crazy. So... Uh, only today, uh, in 2016, did the USA military open all combat roles in the military to women. So they didn't even have bitches on, like, the front lines and shit. Wasn't allowed. Um, so Marina <sighs> Reskova, the mother of the movement, died on January 4th, 1943, when she was finally sent to the front line. Her plane never made it back. She was given the first state funeral of World War II, and her ashes were buried in the Kremlin, which is like 
Wow. The holy spot of Russia. Um, And despite being the most highly decorated unit in the Soviet Air Force during the war, the Night Witches Regiment was disbanded six months after the end of the war. And when it came... Oh, this just gets my gears going. (laughs) And when it came to the end of the war and they do the big victory day parade in Moscow... The night witches weren't even included because it was decided their planes were too slow. For what? (laughs) Flying in the parade. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) They were just like, y'all can sit this one out, I guess. Thanks for doing. See, that's why people like (laughs) it's it's so interesting to me to hear this shit happening globally, globally at a time, honey. you know, like globally. just not giving a shit about women was just like a mood. <laughs> I can't believe too. like, I have to imagine what the connection with those women must have felt like. Oh, it like, has to uh, be. It had to be insane. Like you probably trusted those people more than anyone in the rest of your life if you were lucky enough to live past the war yeah oh can you imagine bill i don't even know that i have a friendship that close right now (laughs) oh no would you trust Lindsay in the back of your plane to kick out a bomb no (laughs) Lindsay would have to fly the plane Really? You would you would be the kicker? Yeah, I would be the kicker. <laughs> I feel like I would want to be the one that's in the the last plane that comes through and like glides and drops a bomb. A because I don't want to be the in the height. Yeah. I want to be quiet and close to the ground. Yeah. I don't know. It all seems terrifying. I think I would be the one that was like back in the barn making sure the women felt relaxed <laughs> when they come home. <laughs> So like Jasmine you- has just made like a throne of hay. Like, <laughs> come by Jasmine's come. corner when you're home from your mission. Yes, yes. We, we'll take good care of you. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually had something like that. <laughs> yep. Um, to end this all, uh, there was a song made by a band called, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up. I think it's called Sabaton or Sabaton. Sabaton, whatever, which is like some insane screamo band. I don't know. It kind of sounds like um, like the beginning of a Power Rangers episode. They're like, and it's like really rock, whatever. Uh Anyways, they made a song called Night Witches after the Night Witches. And some of the lyrics go like this. From the depths of hell in silence, cast their spells, explosive violence, Russian nighttime, flight perfected, flawless vision, undetected, pushing on and on. Their planes are going strong. Air Force number one. Somewhere down below, they're looking for the foe. Bombers on the run. You can't hide. You can't move. Just abide. Their attack's been proved. Raiders in the dark. Silent through the night, the witches join the fight. Never miss their marks. Canvas wings of death. Prepare to meet your fate. Night Bomber Regiment 588. I love it. (laughs) I'm looking up that song after this. You're going to think it sounds insane. I will play a little bit of this to end the podcast, but just ending on a note of I'm glad an all male band has been able to make a bunch of money and royalties off the stories of the <laughs> Night Witches. 
Yes. And that, my love, Jasmine Robbins, is the end of this week's Ho. I loved this. Wasn't that crazy? I liked that it was more new. Yes. Um, I also just, I don't know. It was a different type of speed. This reminded me a lot about the other one. um, You know, the woman that we talked about that had those ships. Oh, yeah. The pirate. Mm -hmm. This reminded me of that, but not as like a little bit more evolved. Yeah, it's crazy that this happened so recently. Like, pirates still seem like fantasy Game of Thrones to me, but yeah. this shit was like for real, for real, not that long ago. Not that long that ago. Women were that powerful. Like, I have always respected any woman that does choose to go the military route because I think yes. you're, and you're just like choosing that life of, of going against the grain, and I respect the shit out of that. And I can't imagine like willingly, voluntarily being like, I'll gang gang up to go kill Nazis. Right. What? Yeah, that that was a lot at that time, I'm sure. War makes bitches do crazy shit. It really does. Jasmine, thank you so much for putting up with me. Why do you put up with me? Man, this was fun. I've just been screaming. The It's been nice to kind of scream for an hour with what's going on in the world. I know. I hope we have provided some relief for you confidants. Jasmine, tell the people what you have going on. I miss you. I know. I miss you, too. Um, I know. I'm just doing some random shit. Honestly, mm-hmm. my favorite thing that I'm doing right now is on my ASOS Instagram, Ooh. where I'm still posting, like, some fun IGTV videos, um, mm-hmm. trying to get Why aren't some- you on TikTok? Because I... TikTok doesn't like fat or ugly people. And I think that's but, ridiculous. Oh. I see some curvy girls on there who fucking kill it. And I I'm know. Like, Jasmine could be right here. She Her outfits are so much better. But it's not like y'all against each other. But it's like, what's the use of going viral on a platform that doesn't accept everybody? Ooh, change the game. Oh, oh. I don't blame but, you. Um, yeah, my Instagram, ASOS underscore Jasmine. I'm doing some, uh, trying to do some fun stuff on there. Yeah, I love that page. You're yeah. my inspo. Um, again, ya. stay safe, everybody. I hope we provided a little outlet for an hour. Yes. Don't forget to follow Jasmine at Jasmine J. And what's your ASOS account? ASOS, ASOS Jasmine? ASOS underscore Jasmine. Linked below, as are all the Reese's for this week. And hey, we just opened up a shop, Jasmine. You oh. have to tell me how weird my shit is and give me ideas for design. Oh my gosh, I would love to. Okay, because I don't know what I'm doing, but there's some like confidently insecure stuff there. There's Cute. some like fun mental health stuff there. There's stickers, there's bags, there's mugs. There's one mug that says drink coffee and don't be a cunt. It's my favorite. Oh, uh, I'll send you some stuff, Jasmine. And okay. I'll- We'll consult about it. (laughs) We will consult. Uh, We shall consult. I will send you a Zoom calendar meeting, which this has been insane. Um, Thank you, Confidants. Thank you, Jasmine. Thank you. You did so good today. Love you. Love you. Bye, Confidants. Talk soon. Bye.